As we continue to prepare to come together as one church with one voice to worship our God at one time this coming Sunday, I want to ask you today to spend some focused time of prayer in lifting up our small group leaders in our children's area. If you'll pray for this group, uh, I would greatly appreciate it. Pray that God would put together a team whose heart continue to be on fire for sharing the gospel with children, that he would equip them uniquely to be able to communicate effectively the truth of his word, and that he would use them uh, through the proclamation of the gospel, the teaching of his word, to draw the hearts of our children to know and to love, to respond in true repentance and faith to their Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Pray for just God's blessing in our activities of discipling children here in our church on Sunday mornings. And so join with me today to do that, if you will. And now I want to shift us to his word to continue to think about where we were this past Sunday in John chapter 3, in verses 22 through 36. And I want to hone in on the last part of verse 29, where John the Baptist uh, tells us this incredible truth that because of the realization of who Jesus is and the reality that he is here and people are being drawn to him, he is the bridegroom, he is the Lamb of God, that he says this, therefore, this joy of mine is now complete. He's found his joy in Jesus. The joy of the Lord was filled up and completed in his heart and in his life because of Jesus. We looked at the reality that in our lives as witnesses for Christ who follow in the Apostle Paul and the Apostle John and, and even John the Baptist example that we would be those who find our joy in Jesus, that find the reality that He is the one and the only one who completes and fills our lives in such a way that brings the true and lasting joy of the Lord into our lives. As we think about that, I I want you to consider a couple of interesting things. One is this, that the word for joy in the New Testament comes from a root word that, interestingly enough, is the root word that the word for grace comes from. I think that's really important because Christian joy is a grace of God. It's a gift from the Lord in our lives. It's an incredible gift and it's only accomplished by the grace of God in our lives through Christ. John Piper defines Christian joy in this way, which I really like. Christian joy is a a good feeling in the soul produced by the Holy Spirit as he causes us to see the beauty of Christ in the Word and in the world. What an incredible thing. It's something that's coming out of the grace of God in our lives in Christ. It's something that is produced by the grace of God and the Holy Spirit and His work in our lives. It's it's the grace of God that opens our eyes to see the real beauty and majesty of Christ the grace of God that illuminates our our minds and our hearts to understand His Word, the truth of the 
gospel in His Word. It's the grace of God that gives us kingdom eyes to see the beauty of God's grace in this world and His work in this world and the gifts that He gives us by His goodness and His grace in our lives. All things that we receive come from Him. All good gifts come from Him. It should fill our hearts with a feeling of joy deep in our souls as we meditate on and think about and by God's grace understand and embrace and rejoice in and praise Him for the wonderful gift that He gives us in His grace and His love and His mercy and the wonderful joy that that produces in our hearts and in our lives as His children. Christian joy. Do you have it? Thank God for it. Consider that today. Praise and worship Him for this gift by His grace of joy.